BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. From Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Hello, hello, everyone. I cannot believe season nine is completely wrapped. It's done? It's done, honey. That was it. <sighs> Reunion, part one and two, back-to-back nights. And just like that, as quick as we filmed it, it's done. Um, I mean, I <laughs> actually, wait. Okay, so figure we were on air. We actually we filmed it quicker than it was on air, but it felt like it was just as quick. I mean, I'm not going to lie. This year was definitely a toll. <laughs> I am so relieved that that was year one. I'm done can take take a chill pool down here in yeah. San Diego and kind of like regroup. That was different. I've never been in that situation before. Obviously. I've never had a situation where you have friends, and I'm going to put air quotation marks up in here, where your friends care about us so much <laughs> that they're so opinionated <laughs> about things. It's a love-hate relationship with your group. Yeah. And they're my group now too. And I do love them, and I did have times where I hated them. And mm-hmm. We've all yeah. been there. Wow. Okay. I'm just. I was just learning that, and it was definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to do kind of a little reunion recap, answer some of y'all's questions before I take a week off next week because we have a very exciting announcement relaunch that's coming out next week. So there will be no new episode of Shenanigans next week, but I will be posting a little promo trailer with my new company. And then February 11th, I will have my first guest at my new studio. It'll be a video podcast. We're going to probably talk some more stuff of the season, and that'll be with Ariana. Let's just touch on the, on, on the new transition for Shenanigans. So you guys are going up to L.A., you're going to have an office again. So yeah, gonna I'm going go to be back, back to in studio. You're going to go back to in-studio. We'll still, you still have the at-home stuff. Tell us more. Yeah. Tell everyone about that a bit more. What are you excited about, honey? I'm excited to be back in like a real studio, back with a company, because I haven't been with a company since June, and that was my choice. I chose to not renew my contract because I had this other opportunity. I just didn't know it was going to take this long to figure out the contract. So I've just been doing it on my own, but I am really excited next week to 
post about the new company I'm with. They have so many good podcasts that I've been a part of. I have a few friends who have shows there. So it's all just like really exciting. Good news to come. We've got new artwork, like cover art that we shot. And it's just going to kind of be like a new rebrand, relaunch. So before I start recording those episodes for my new studio, new company. I want to know if you guys go and comment on the latest shenanigans post. If you have any thing that you would like to hear, I'm thinking I want to do something where like every episode I ask every guest the same five questions or, you know, like we used to play a game, but I want to figure out something that I can do. I like the same every episode, you know, I'm super stoked to see you take Shenanigans, because when we first started dating, you had you were you were really excited. You were very proud to show me what you were doing. You were going into the studio, mm-hmm. and then the pandemic happened. We had yeah. a kid. A lot of things have changed, but I'm really excited to see you really putting more into this podcast now, yeah. which is great. You guys don't have to hear as much as me. You're going to have more guests. Yeah, more guests, more interviews. I will do my best to not speak <laughs> when they're talking. I just here's the thing. I feel like. I've actually, I know I've gotten better at this because I've caught myself so many times where I'm like, nope, don't chime in. Just be quiet. Let them finish their thoughts. How'd you learn that? Because so many people told me to shut the fuck up when my guests are talking. I'm asking asking for a friend. The friend being me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I like to try to let someone finish their entire thought. Obviously, that's the way you're supposed to conduct an interview. But then there's sometimes where I'm like, oh my God, yes, totally. And I'm just like chiming in because I'm agreeing with them. And I'm conversing, but that can come off, which you do to me at times as well, as cutting someone off. And I never mean to cut someone off. So I know I've gotten better about that. I'm going to continue to try and be even more better about that. But that's where I struggle too is, you know, like with Raquel, for example, she's telling me a story and then, okay, the conversation ends. From what I've read on the reviews, it's like I'm not allowed to then be like, I completely understand what you're saying because I have been in a similar situation or I did it. They're like, you're making it about you. I'm like, I'm just validating what she's saying by giving my input. I'm like, so would you guys like to hear me? Question, answer, question, answer. No conversation in between. That's where I struggle. So you so you want to try and identify what the listeners would like. Yeah, because I think I've gotten better at the chiming in like even it was on the janet episode i saw on the clip that we posted an audiogram on shenanigans when janet was saying about how she when she flatlined she had a visit from her dad and i was just like oh my god i was like i totally believe in that i wasn't even cutting her off i was just like yes like go with it girl like i've had those experiences too and then she finished her story and she's like you didn't cut me off at all she's like i talked so long and you just let me go but i'm like Okay, so maybe I just shouldn't have even said that one thing. Like, yes, I totally believe in that. I guess, and I'm, I don't even know why I say I guess, because I am working on it too. Yeah. And so, you know what, honey, let's just see what happens. I am looking forward to seeing your little journey with, with shenanigans nice. and really dialing it back in. I think you're great. This is what you went to school for, interviews. Yeah, broadcast journalism. That's what I got my degree in. So That's it. So then run with that. Trying to that to use and... So I appreciate constructive criticism. I don't appreciate the people that just go and leave a one-star review to talk shit and be like, hate Brock. I'm like, okay, so my entire podcast now gets a one-star review because you hate Brock. It's just like, it's so frustrating. You go to my podcast. You can just comment on my (laughs) podcast. It's I don't give a (laughs) fuck. I nearly said it. I'm trying not to say it. 
All right, we got a lot of in. questions about the reunion and just some in general. And we are going to, a lot of the questions that were sent in today, I'm going to also save for a future Q&A episode that okay. the new company said they would like us to do. And I think I'm going to have my sister kind of mediate, host that one with us as well. Because I really good. liked how we had that threesome dynamic. Yeah, that was good. She's good, She's good at mediating. Yeah, definitely. So one of the first questions I saw was from Unicorn Dog and said, what took your decision from wanting to secretly elope quick to doing a big Bali wedding? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if you guys haven't listened to the earlier ones, right, the, the idea of the shotgun wedding and all that was purely because we had no idea how the season was going to be. Yeah. And myself, first year coming in, I kind of was like, all right, I'm the, you know, I'm just going to hold my ground. And then me and Lala had our one-two round in the first part of the season. Mm -hmm. And then through that, halfway through that, I was like, well, maybe this could be a thing. And I had Ariana, big supporter of Make It Happen. <laughs> now, that's, that's it. Love her, big supporter, Make It Happen. And so at that point, I lost myself and was trying to make it happen. So the reality is, what do we really want? I've already got it. I've got you, I've got the life, we're winning. And so when it comes to celebrating that love with with everybody, we're in a rock and a hard place on that one because rock. I don't want, how come I keep saying that? <laughs> I know. So literally the first two seasons of Vanderpump Rules, people used to always say we're in a rock and a hard place. And our producers were like, if you say that one more fucking time, like you need to think of a different analogy. And then they name and an episode, like, <laughs> rock and a hard place. But it was so funny because I think there were probably like, like four seasons where you never heard us say that because we were like, we're afraid to say it. We're just like, we need to think we bring of, it back. come up with some better material. Yeah, look, I, but, what's your what's your take? Because I think, look, I'm happy where we are right now. And to be honest, if you guys follow along my financial situation, I'm not a fan of spending a lot of money on these materialistic things because life is more important than money. It's it's about the time. But and you it, are the one who wants to have the big wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need to do some soul searching after this season. I'll tell you what. I think we should definitely find a good therapist. I think that's something that oh I saw a question that came in and asked if you were going to therapy. I think that's something that will benefit both of us. We need to make the time and find the right person. I'm down. I'll commit to that after this. I'll, I'll have a look. If you guys haven't noticed, I am an absolute roller coaster on the show. I believe my, I know my truth. And going into that environment, I definitely strayed away from them. So I want to work on myself on that point mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, be more grounded with my truth. I know that. And then I can go into these situations a bit better because this reunion, this first off filming a season and then going into the reunion after watching what we filmed, mm -hmm. I fucking lost my mind. I yeah. lost my marbles. Yeah. But to go back to the question, we didn't, you know, have the secret elope. We were just like, you know what? Why not just plan a big wedding? As long as everything with child support is caught up, paid in full, we will go through with a wedding. And not even necessarily like a big wedding. I mean, if we invited everyone we know, it would be a big wedding. I don't want to do that. It's not going to be in Bali. We're looking at other countries. If we can keep it under the budget that I want to keep it under, then yeah, we're going to do it. Because I would love... For your mom to be able and your family to be able to see you marry the love of your life and have a wedding. But child support comes first. Well, here's the thing about my child support, guys. I've been very honest and open about it to everybody. And the fact of the matter is when I started paying my child support, and this is the last time I'm going to speak about child support. Mm -hmm. When I found out about my child support, 
I immediately said to the same to child support agency, I was like, sorry. And she's like, listen, as long as you know, it is what it is. Make sure you make these payments. And so I've been doing that. And I said 2018 in, in the reunion, but since 2019, since mm-hmm. I was contacted by them, I have been making those payments. So I'm sorry if somebody out there has a, has 30 grand lying around and they want to just go ahead and put it towards that. I don't have 30 grand lying around. So I financially had to save money, work for more money. At the same time, film a reality show. Obviously, I've been working hard throughout the season. If you've seen it on screen, off screen, and it's not just homebody. We have my gym that we've got down here in San Diego. Everything's leading up to making sure I pay that back. Mm-hmm. And and it's just not going to happen all at once, okay? The lifestyle that everyone lives now, I, I remember you telling me stories about you guys drinking in the back of Jax's car. What? Remember when you told me you guys used to get drunk in the back of Jax's pickup or something like that? I didn't say that. That was maybe Kristen. No. Somebody, I, I'm just <laughs> p- pointing out the obvious. Like, you guys all started at the same place. But oh, now everyone's yeah. judging. That, everyone has an opinion that watches the show that I should come in and be able to do all of that stuff. And, yes, I should have been taking care of my child support. And I have made up for that. I've been doing that before the show came back. Yeah. How it was delivered on the show was wrong. But now I'm going to have the argument with everyone out there about that. So I'm not going to have the argument anymore. If you have a problem with it, guys, not my problem, okay? My problem is making sure that I build this relationship with my ex. I've done the right thing. And fortunately enough, everybody can hear this and you can retweet whatever you want. I have made some money and I am about to pay off in lump sum the whole thing. Yes. Because I don't want to have that any issues with me stopping from seeing my kids. And I think once you do make that lump sum payment, that's just going to open the door even more because you've been making the payments, yes, but I think once she sees that, you know what, I've just taken care of this debt completely today, what's next? But, and, but here's the thing. I wasn't in a position to do that when I first no, started not making my payments. Recently. It was the middle of the pandemic. My business was actually going shut down you know so now we brought three studios back from the pandemic Mm -hmm. profitable we went up to la we had a beautiful little girl and then we started filming i was your plus one let's not forget (laughs) this guys i was sheena's plus one for life and i just said to myself and we'll film i put my best foot forward Mm -hmm. and then i went head first into that into the deep end just didn't even test it just jumped in it was bloody cold but i did it And then through that, we pivoted during the pandemic to live streaming, Mm -hmm. started my startup through that pandemic and grew our business through a pandemic of a gym with opening and closing of these rules and still managed to make enough money to pay my debts and save up to this point. And I wanted to do this at the reunion and the reunion was what, two and a half months ago? Yeah. I wasn't there yet and I wasn't going to let Sheena pay for me. No. That's it. But you now thankfully are in a position that you can take care of that with your own money in a lump sum. Yeah. At the reunion, I wanted to be like, guys, here's, here it is. Boom. But I couldn't do it then. And I wasn't going to allow Sheena or any one of you guys out there that think that I'm on riding the coattails of Sheena Shea and this show to think that that's paying for my children. Because yeah. you know what's paying for my children is me and my, my hard work that I've put in place that I have been working on myself as that part. So sorry if I lose myself at the reunion because I've just dealt with this whole show and the world that watches this show and their opinions because of a half-truth. I think people also forget that 
the reunion. It's literally our job to rehash everything that was said the whole season. And I went in there, honey, because you told me that. Yeah. I went in with the idea of like, all right, we get to go back and talk about this because I want to talk about this. Yeah. And as soon as I could talk about that and it was brought up, we're dealing with a different situation. A question that came in was, do you not see an issue with Brock's behavior during the reunion towards Lala and James? So, A, I do see an issue B, I understand that you're just trying to do your job by rehashing all the things that were said about you this season and reliving those moments and reacting. However, your delivery could always be better. I was just upset and hurt by the fact of the matter of every all these red flags were put against me, but yet I'm knocking them down. And then to get to the end of the season to deal with that because here was the can I tell you the biggest like emotional part for me honey mm-hmm. this season I try and to stay out of it but it's literally the attack through social media like people are just ruthless and they just love to just talk through their phones and half the things they say are valid my past actions are my past but I don't walk around slapping people I don't walk around and I'm an absolute asshole to people unless you are a piece of shit Now, since I had the issues with Lala, we made up. Yeah. We made up. I understood where she came from. And I was like, you know what, Lala, boom. And then her issue started. And I was there. She came to our house. We supported her. Not a problem. And then what happened was then I started watching the show again. Now, this is where a lot of people have reached out to me and been like, oh, how do you you feel like you're, uh, you know, I thought this with you, but now this. And you know what? You're right. I don't know how to handle that type of whiplash in a relationship just mm-hmm. yet. Because yes, me and Lala are in a good space. I know, I'm so good at doing that. And it's not normal. And that's the thing with our group. It's like... You get through ah! it. And then we're good. And then we hug it out. And but then, then you watch it. And then you have to... Re- so I, <laughs> totally. yeah, I wish I, I could I have handled myself differently at the reunion. Yeah. I really wish I could but have. But we watched all like last of the six episodes the night before. Like we were fired up. Seeing everything oh Lala said about us behind our back. Even The James. way she was judging your photo shoot the things james said he called us shit on the floor (laughs) we were fired up i don't even think you saw that part in the reunion when i was like oh what was that james you said oh yeah shit on the floor fuck you (laughs) i'm sorry i was fired up that day i definitely we definitely i was heated because i watched six episodes back to back because they sent them out to us and then i was just sitting here just going look like i thought we were in a better place than where we are is there any more questions about like how I spoke to Lala? Because you're right. It was I a sh- lot that came. I wish I was the bigger through, man. Yeah. I wish I was the bigger man in all of these situations. Yeah. There was another question that came in that said, what do you wish was shown this season but wasn't? Okay. Well, let's let's play that narrative out. What would you like to have seen this season too? Honestly? Yeah. The one thing I was most upset that I didn't see, other than the first part of our engagement, like what happened before we went outside. Yeah. Was Tom and Ariana babysitting Summer? Oh, you're right. Y'all, it was so cute. I wish there was like a lost footage episode or somehow this scene can come out because when they came over to babysit, Sandoval had a full bag of every thing like you could possibly need he had nappies he had wipes he had diaper rash cream he had every every single thing that like wouldn't even be possible for the hour that they were like gonna watch her for us right he brought his guitar he sang good as gold on acoustic guitar to her like (laughs) it was 
happy. Was, that was funny. I, you know what? I remember that. I'm so bummed we didn't get to see that. As we were filming the summer, I got to spend a lot of time with Schwartz. Yeah. And there was a Schwartz and James, but it was but then with Schwartz, I got to spend some time with him and we went bonsai trimming. We got a bonsai tree and we were trimming. Oh and yeah, it, we never saw that. And you guys never got to see that 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 story that we were talking about because it was it was different. I really enjoyed connecting with Schwartz over that and it was just more about just like being there as Schwartz supporting him on that way, you know? There was so many different storylines that I wish we could have looked into. How do you walk into the show? And do what I did this season and be normal. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm sorry if people are judging me for every action I do, but like at the same time, I did my best. Among, yeah. amongst the you sharks, really did. I did my best. And next question, you I really guess did. we next Did you really not know before that James and Raquel ended their engagement? Oh, that's okay. Absolutely did you know? Absolutely not. No, what I did know, you can see at like the beginning of the episode when I'm talking to Raquel and I'm like, is everything okay? Because I could tell something was bothering him. Everyone could tell something was going on. And James was like really upset that he, I heard him walking around. He's like, you don't know what I've been through last night and today. And so I'm like, I don't know if something. That was when I was speaking to him. Yeah. I didn't know if something happened like with their families or like what, if you know, someone passed away. Like I didn't know what happened, but he was, I did not think for a second that like they were breaking up. I just thought something happened in their personal lives with their families. Oh, I forgot. So I asked Raquel to come in when I was getting my makeup done. And I was like, is everything okay? And she was like, yeah, you'll find out. And I'm like, okay. Nowhere did I even think that that was what was happening. If anything, I thought maybe, you know, they were going to say, we're just not sure about getting married right now. Because they were already saying 2023. So I thought they were just going to say, I don't know if like getting married is what's best right now. Like we need to go to couples therapy. We want to, you know, get a new place together. Like I knew they were over their apartment. I thought that was going to maybe be the big announcement. And even at the moment when she said we're breaking off our engagement, I still thought that's what it was. I didn't realize, oh, you're breaking up and moving out tomorrow. Wow. I I was so shocked. I I was two things because... Before we were filming, we were talking, and I just remembered this. I had a conversation with James. We were literally just sat down on the couch, and I was like, "You're all right, bro." He's like, "He's like, you know, it's it's going to be a lot." And I said to him, "I remember saying, like, look, as much as it's going to be a lot, as long as you try, it's going to be okay." I think mm-hmm. I said something along those lines. Yeah. One of my little spiritual things. Maybe I should you know, <laughs> take note for myself. Yes, I hear you, people out there. Listen to yourself, Brock. I hear you. <laughs> I was just giving him some words of encouragement. Like, look, no matter how bad it's going to be, mm-hmm. it can always get better. Totally. And then we went out and we all saw it. But then on the par of that, you watched this show as well this season. And I was, I watched it back and I was like, whatever these guys decide to do, we're going to support them both. And as simple as that. So when they said that, I was wrapping my head around it. And I just was like, there was more to it. There was more to it. And we don't know. Mm-hmm. We didn't know all. They just told us what they wanted to tell us. But I know that there's more to it. And yeah. I, I just, we just don't know. Yeah. And so that was when I asked them, well, I just don't get this. You know, I wanted to get more from him. But it just made me sound like I just didn't listen for the whole for half an hour. I was like, <laughs> well, I just don't get this. <laughs> yeah. But hey, you know what? I think they're both doing well on themselves. Yes. They're both working on themselves. And they're both in a happy place. Mm-hmm. It may not be. A perfect place, but I look forward to seeing them both do what they're going to be doing. Yeah. Someone asked, do you think there will be another season of Vanderpump Rules? And this is although your we we never find out right away, like we don't know yet, 
What we do know is the finale and reunion ratings were the highest they were all season. So ending on a high, literal high note like that, I think is such a good sign that the viewers want more. They're interested in how this story ended and want to see where it's going to go. I think everyone's, and I'm new to this, and so, yes, I also read the comments where it's like, keep out of it, know your place. I know my place. It's next to my fiancé. But if if everyone's seen you guys' journeys, and I'm interested to see what James and Raquel and Lala get up to. I really am because, you know what, Lala's stepping outside of her box now. She's got girls' nights. She's been going on some girls' nights. She's been having fun. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never met that version, maybe. Maybe these are new people. Yeah. So I would like there to be another season for sure. Would you guys support the other season? We hope. (laughs) I am just manifesting a season 10 because I think there is still so much more story to tell. Like there's so much going on with us right now. I mean, even yesterday, you know, just disagreements about things that were said in press and phone calls and texts. And I'm like, this is why we have a show. This is why we have a show. Yes, you're bang on that one. Rebecca Rosie 12 said, how are you and Lala after her telling James and not letting you? So in the moment, I was very drunk. I let myself get drunk one time this season, and that was the last night of filming. So in the moment, oh, I was fucking pissed. Like, I was just seeing red. I saw her yelling at Tom, and I was like, no, this is my chance to stand up for Tom. I didn't do it all season. I'm doing it now. (laughs) And I was so angry. But at the end of the night, And at the end of the day, just overall, I'm like, you know, I honestly, I understand why she did what she did. I can see where she was coming from. We're not ignorant to the fact that what we did was not okay. Yeah. We are, we, we both agree on that part. Totally. I mean, we tried to do it in the best way we thought we could. But it just, it, it was bad. We missed that assignment. We, yeah, we didn't, you know, pass that assignment. So I understood why Lala did what she did. And I was like, look, her and I have talked so much since then. This was back in July. And I'm like, we've already made so much progress. I'm not going to let this one thing set back all of the progress we've made. I understood why she told him. I think James handled himself quite well, considering that information being brought to him on his engagement phenomenally, party. Phenomenally, phenomenally. You know, so... Made me look like more of an asshole. Hats thing. off <laughs> to James. He really held it together. I was very proud of him for how he reacted and how he didn't react. So didn't react. I get it. I get why she did what she did. So I wasn't going to let that ruin all of the work we had already made. Now, I have not spoken to Lala since the reunion. Have you not? I have not. I just don't know what to say. I don't know. I don't know, because you saw her at Hartford's birthday, I, but I there was a lot going on, and then you just I just didn't want to I just didn't want to. It's not an appropriate place to talk at Hartford's birthday, so I just left it go. Okay, well, you're going to see her at Britney's birthday. I don't think it's an appropriate place to rehash our feelings out at somebody else's. It's only else's appropriate at a birthday if there's cameras. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> then it's all hats off. No, I think honestly, I, I like off, you said earlier, off. honey, Whatever. I wanna get I wanna work on myself a lot more. I thought more of myself than what I delivered this season. A hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. We'll work on that one. Okay. Pebble and Vine said as a fellow Aussie, I think Brock was so misunderstood. 
He's a good egg. A good egg. Oh, mate. Look, I was on Carl and Jackie O the other day. I love them. And I grew up listening to these guys. These guys are just the best. They're just straight shooters from, like, they're just, you know, and I miss having that. I I don't know why why I can't be like that, but I do know why I can't be like that because it's ignorant. (laughs) (laughs) But I slightly do miss that back home. And, yeah, thank you for the support, mate. Yeah. Real BD. Dina BBW said, I just love the way you are standing for yourself. And I appreciated that. Thank you very much because I am trying to be better this year in 2022 at standing up for myself, apologizing when an apology is necessary, but not apologizing just for the sake of apologizing. I want to be better at being like, okay, but why do you feel this way? And If an apology is warranted, then you will get one. But I'm so good at just being like, you know what? I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. Let's just move forward. And I need to not do that anymore. I want to be better at getting to the root of things and really understanding instead of just surface level apologizing as I think I have in the past. I'll apologize for anything just to make it easy and move past it. And it's not that I don't mean the apology because I'm like, oh, I apologize for how you feel. That's always genuine. But it's like, I just say I'm sorry when there needs to be a deeper conversation. Does that make sense? I mean, you're talking to somebody that that, that just... I'm an asshole to people sometimes. So I feel like you're the balancing act of that. And there is truths on both sides of that. I think the biggest one is let's try not to be assholes when we have to deal with things. Like when I explain to you some things, okay, for me, the best tactic for that is trying to, like you said, understand where they're coming from. If you yeah. can understand where they're coming from, mm-hmm. then you can sympathize with them, empathize with them. Either. It depends. Either or either. Okay. Or you could not. Because you are entitled to feel how you feel. Exactly. And then at that point, once you see where they're coming from and you digest that and you see where you're coming from, digest that, then you have a decision to make. Do I bend the will and I see where you're coming from and that makes more sense than where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. And it just comes down to how you, it just comes down to your morals. It comes down to what you want to be doing. And yeah, my morals are very short. I'm an asshole. I cut to the point. If I see where you're coming from, but I can validate and be like, well, that's cool. Perfect. Cool story, bro. <laughs> that was a hit, wasn't it? Oof. I was talking to Raquel about this last week. We both want to be better about not being such a people pleaser and really just loving ourselves and doing what's best for us first. Because that is my best and worst quality is always putting others before myself. And if everyone else is happy, but I'm not, I've, I've been okay with that. And I'm not okay with that anymore. What's Because what are you guys doing to work on that then? Apart from just being, you're aware of it. I'm aware of it, A. That then, just being self-aware, I think, is huge. It's huge. But I would like to also start talking to someone. Because I haven't gone to therapy for like three years now. And... Uh, I guess the thing that's been holding me back is just the struggle of finding the right person and possibly having to do a first session multiple times until you click with the person. So that's what's been keeping me back. And then I know with some of my friends, their therapist just like doesn't show up and that's frustrating too. So I'm like, also, do I want to do it over Zoom? Do I want to do in person, find someone down here in San Diego? Like I just need to find the right person because I think talking that out with a licensed professional 
will also help me in life and just in my friendships and navigating, you know, how to express how I feel and not just cowering and apologizing. Let's do that, honey. I'm in that with you. We've got some downtime down here. We'll go find somebody. The best thing about it is that we can connect with a therapist online as well. Totally. So there's that digital health aspect. So let's look into that. I got your back. What well, that's was what you? I was going to say. I think what I'm going to do is, you know, maybe just start by asking all of our friends who go to therapy, how they feel about their therapists. Maybe almost all of our friends are in therapy. So I feel like within that small circle, maybe they recommend one. And James has seen a therapist too, right? Yeah. Well done. Everyone's going to therapy except us pretty much. So I think we should do it. But yeah, it's just finding the right person. So we'll see. Well, honey, thank you for putting up with me including this season, and then re-watching it with me. <laughs> Thank you, everybody else that watched the show. Yeah. Thank you, everybody else that sent kind words our way. Yes. For everybody else that didn't, yep, have fun with that. <laughs> Cheers to all of us. You know, another season in the books, and I can't believe it's over. I can't believe summer is nine months, that she was in me as long as she's been out of me. It's just <laughs> crazy that... Here we are, 2022. So many exciting things ahead. Like I said, next week, we are taking a break from doing a new episode, but we have an exciting announcement I will post about. And then we'll be back with Ariana, and I will post for questions. And I am so excited. Full teaser for, for you, honey. You've got, chapter. you've got a couple of good people coming through lined up already at the bat. Oh, yeah. A couple of fun interviews. So I'm happy for you, honey. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Now let's go get some help. Yeah. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go start looking for therapists. So <laughs> we got to go. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Sheena Shea. Shea FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking fine and I got my girls with me Uh, With the boys at the table getting tipsy Miss me, kiss me one more time Get over here boy, I'ma make you mine Do you want it?